0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not that. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense.
1: Hello! My friends. Yeah. We are back. I'm home. I'm I'm in the studio. So I'm home in the studio. Yeah.
0: And the studio looks so nice. Shout out to uh, uh Jag and John and Zach for helping me uh bring down and put together the new recliners. Yeah, sure. we has
1: got two new recliners. Very nice. They have USB ports in them.
0: They do. They do. I'm very excited about that. They also have double cup holders. So you yes. know, at Brian, who who, you know, uh, as all my friends know, likes uh-huh. to leave his cups yeah. around uh, on the floor. Well, now they won't be on the floor as much. Yeah, no, he'll just leave them to dirty up my yeah cup holders. But besides the point, you know what I mean? Uh, how you been, Zach?
1: Semester's over.
0: Semester is over for me, too, bro. Like, I'm so excited. You like, came
1: out very well with your grades. Oh my
0: God, yeah, dude, yeah. like straight up, like two ninety sixes, uh, a ninety eight, and a hundred.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I got I got two A's, two B's, but still, I'm fine with that.
0: Bro, yeah, yeah. like as long as you're happy, as yeah. long like literally, as long it's as. It's better. You're happy.
1: It's better than what I expected, but you know what? I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, still keeping my GPA up at least.
0: Yeah no, no, perfect. as long as in, in my eyes, as long as you're over a 3.0, you're good to go, you know what I'm yep. saying like, And
1: now that uh, semesters over, I got summer plans to deal with.
0: Yeah dude, uh, what about what, are, what are your uh, your plans? I
1: need to go back to my apartment because I forgot my TV remote, which sucks. Yeah uh, I, there's suck. only one button on my TV that you can control the entire array. Are of, you serious? Yeah, but so if all you, of my TVs in the house have at least four buttons. It's 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 one button, it's a power button, but you can you can turn on the TV essentially and That's then a, you go through you go through six different choices, the uh, channel buttons, the volume buttons and the source button. Yeah. If you want to change something, you have to hold down the button. Or like if you want to cut, gotcha. make something do something. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure like So I want to go get my TV remote because it's back in my apartment. And there's a bunch of other stuff. I have a pasta, I have pastel stuff I want to uh, actually do for art again because I like doing that.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm <coughs> gonna start hosting art nights again like cuz I just did one uh, uh impromptu a little bit and we actually painted birdhouses. Those yep. are fantastic. They all turned out really pretty. Katie still needs to finish hers, so Yeah, she
1: she'll get around to it. She will. She um, definitely
0: will if I um, know her.
1: <laughs> and then I have a piano that I just kind of like got for christmas for my grandparents at some point i wanted to learn it but then school came up and then i just got i took it with me and i never got around to it dude summer and winter
0: break is like where i can like do what i want to and it's so nice to like not have to worry about something that's due but at the same time i kind of like having something Uh, that's due
1: i want to make animations yeah i want to at least make a successful and tested and like test animation test of some sort right exactly yeah i have i have things i want to work on i need to get find a new job somewhere first so once yeah. that's in which but, I should, uh, any I'll other
0: summer it. plans for you like fun ones wisconsin yes wisconsin
1: yeah going yeah. there which i've been there before and the people that i go with all the time are fun everybody pretty much gets trashed yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds like fun yeah yeah uh <laughs> Brian and I are leaving uh, tomorrow night, and we are going to Las Vegas, and our friends Jess and Nathan are going to be coming with us.
1: Cool. Going on a flight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, like, they're staying that. at the same hotel and everything. That's cool. Yeah. Flight like, should be fun. Yeah. Get uh, that. And Get then after, after that, uh, the three weeks after that, we are going to Tennessee slash Virginia. You got to go to the Bass Pro Shop in Tennessee. In Tennessee, There's is a, there one in Gatlinburg, or because oh, no, that's no, where no, no, I'm no. going? <laughs> I'm going to Gat. I'm, I'm going to Gatlinburg. Would, you would have to go. It's to like mem- the halfway point between here and uh, Norfolk. Where you're going? Go shout to out to Joe, who yeah. I'm gonna see in Norfolk,
1: dude. I'm excited to see him. You. you need. You would have to go to Memphis, Tennessee. There's a giant Bass Pro shop that's the shape of a pyramid.
0: Have you been to the one down uh, in Missouri? What? Like the big Bass? Yeah, Pro shop? that's in Springfield. Yeah, I know. Like, that's I've what I was there. asking.
1: Yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah, I Katie wants to go back there because we never got to finish it all.
0: Oh, really? I <laughs> it I, is I, I, w- I went in there uh with uh all of uh my Bible study friends uh-huh. after uh my friends got married down there. Mhm. And uh we all went to Lambert's and uh which you guys you guys if you're from uh the St. Louis area, know it's home of the throat rolls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh anyway yeah we we went there, and uh we went on we got on the big boats, like mm. the big boats, and we got in there like th- these boats could fit like have like twenty to thirty yeah. seats in them, you know what I mean, and I'm like, holy shit, like this is a big ass fucking hat, like mini yacht, you know what I mean like and, but they're a lot of fun to just
1: like pretend that and, that bass pro is the original bass pro, and that's why it's so yeah, large yeah, that's why it's so
0: large. they have a whole aquarium in there they now, have a like whole there's a aquarium giant aquarium water feature up there in the uh-huh. front, like it's a nice bass pro, yeah.
1: And then apparently Basco decided that wasn't enough and they needed a pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. And I went to that pyramid. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. Dude. Memphis
0: Memphis has really good barbecue. And recently they just released that list of like the best barbecue in the United States. And Memphis wasn't even on there. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Nothing in Tennessee was even on there. And I'm like, Tennessee has Tennessee really has great, great bar. Good food. They have really great barbecue. Yeah. But uh besides the point, uh, so my summer plans. So that that trip we're going to Tennessee, we were written side by sides, and we're gonna go a trailing, you know, uh, on the on the uh, yeah. giant four wheeler essentially, oh, yeah. and
1: uh, aren't you going on a Ferris wheel there? Or is it... In Vegas, yeah, in Vegas, I'm going
0: on a Ferris wheel. But the Ferris wheel is the size of like a room, and you could, and you're allowed to have like six people in one group. And there's a bartender in the middle with an open bar, and you just pay the te- you pay the ticket like, and the ticket's like uh-huh. thir- thirty bucks or something like that. And it takes thirty minutes to go all the way around, so you can all you can drink for thirty minutes. You're just taking shots, taking shots, taking shots, going around this fucking Ferris wheel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like a little drinking room, and Dang. you can drink for free. That's cool. Yeah, but. <laughs> But uh, after, and then in Norfolk, I'm going to go see Joe. That's going to be fun. He's uh he's the OG best friend. Yeah. Like, literally, he's my he, he's my OG best friend. He's my next door neighbor for over 10 years from the time I was four until, well, more than 10 years, yeah. From the time I was four until the time I was about 15, 16, he was my next door neighbor. And he was my mm-hmm. best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm excited to see him. And then after that, uh, in July, we're pretty much taking a vacation a month. Yeah, like, pretty but, much. Uh, and then in July, we're going to Arkansas to pan for diamonds in the United States only. Uh,
1: she's gonna get rich, find a get rich quick scheme. And no, no, happen no, is, no. And is she's gonna abandon this podcast, and I'm gonna be left alone here. <laughs> no, <get> to-
0: <laughs> I'm coming back to my damn house, like, <laughs> like. Uh, But, yeah, we're going to pan for diamonds. Like, I wanted to go panning for gold, but unfortunately, it's not really what you find in Arkansas. You know, uh, that's more of a Colorado thing. Like, I definitely want to go to uh, Colorado out west. I mean, my dad lives uh, just outside of Denver, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I want to go o- further west into the mountains. Uh, Diamonds themself. are found more
1: south while uh, gold is found more on the west coast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this this place is called the uh, Arkansas, like, Crater Rock Park or something yeah. like that in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, and uh, it's the nation's only uh, diamond mine that's open to the public. So, yeah, yeah, yeah like, cool. I'm really excited about that. But, yeah, those are, like, all of my summer plans, and then, you know... Everything's being difficult with all this paperwork that I've been having to do. Oh, yeah, your
1: transcript crap.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm having issues with transcripts for one school. Like, oh, yeah, I decided that I was going to dual enroll, uh, not this next semester, but the semester after that, so uh, in the spring, Mm -hmm. I'm going to dual enroll uh, at the community college and at uh, the university.
1: That'll be fun. Yeah, are you gonna do it all from home, or are you gonna actually? Yeah, go
0: everything's back? gonna be from home. Like, save as much money as possible. That works you know out. what I mean? Because, uh, like, don't. one, you don't need housing. Like, and I don't want to pay housing fees for in school tuition. You know, if um, I'm not staying there, don't. Yeah, that's it's what I'm not saying. It's not like I, never,
1: I didn't have to, but I, I lived in uh, apartments, so I paid way less than I I needed to for for it, and it's, I'm so glad for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, classes I got two screenwriting classes. For next semester, uh-huh. uh huh, animation three class and sculpture three class. We'll see how sculpture three goes. I like I like doing things hands on. I uh, I know what because <clears throat> when I had sculpture two, we uh, we had them integrated, both sculpture and sculpture two, because we didn't have they, the classes had like very few people in them. Right. Um. So they just like combined them into one class. Uh. So that might happen with me. Um. I already, I think I already know. Basically, you work on one project for the whole semester. Really? Yeah. All right. On uh, sculpture three. On sculpture three, using all your necessities that you have possible, you just got to plan it out. Show you planned it out. Probably show like the process of what you're gonna do. What is the symbolism behind it? All that stuff. Like it's it's a lot of planning. That's right. all I know. And <clears throat> so I, that's what I I see happening for that one. But the other ones, I'm pretty sure are all gonna pre- pretty much be online. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Most mm, of my classes sure. are
1: pretty much online. I think sculpture three will be semi online. I do not know how that's gonna work. Yeah. So we shall see. Um but that's pretty much it for next semester stuff. But for right now, like Wow, so much news has happened for, for some things.
0: Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to include a couple of, like, just headers here, like, that are just some, a uh, couple of things that we're going to mm-hmm. brush over that weren't really, like, article worthy, but, like, definitely worth mentioning. So, uh, first off, Leslie Odom Jr. and Katherine Hahn are joining Knives Out too,
1: Which we've talked about Knives Out being acquitted, not acquitted, geez. Acquitted. <laughs> uh, in the, in the, in the, in the yeah. court of law. Yeah. <laughs> acquired, acquired. Both Knives Out 2 and 3 acquired by Netflix for like half a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, Just shy of, yeah. but still. But still, like, yeah, so now they have Leslie Adam Jr., which, uh, if anybody has seen music, he, that no most notable role from that. That's, but he's also been a bunch of other he's stuff. Been,
0: he's been in Hamilton yeah. and other things like that. He just that got put in Much more, much more noteworthy than music. But like, that's his most recent one to yeah, me to that me. I've even seen
1: him in. Exactly, and, uh, yeah, that was, and then Catherine, horrifying. Hall, I'm pretty sure. Everybody, Agatha, everybody knows her. She's not just Agatha. She's been in so much, well, she's movie. been
0: in so much, but I'm just but saying recent. what by her most recent, mm-hmm. like by her most recent, uh, role, she, She's Agatha yeah. from WandaVision.
1: Yeah, so. so now that just adds up to the list of people. You got uh, Dave Batista being in there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else that we covered. There was two people that joined the cast, uh, Dave Batista and somebody else, and I cannot remember.
0: Yeah, if, there's like a whole list of yeah. people that have already joined the, um, the cast, but it's all uh, high class, you know, yeah. names uh, that are
1: relatively recognizable yeah and you know what i think it's going to be a good movie whenever it gets comes out maybe next year or the year after yeah but a movie that it has come out was quite uh, it actually hasn't come out yet not come out yet but it has good reviews yeah yeah
0: but so it's it's had limited releasing like uh for the last couple of weeks but it officially releases on the 28th which I'll be back by then so we'll go, we'll see, go it. see it in the theater uh, not this weekend but next we'll weekend
1: we'll do a spitting spoilers on it why yeah, not yeah
0: we'll do a quiet place 2 spitting spoilers yeah, and it'll
1: be really cool the reviews are good
0: yeah so uh the I wanted to just touch over it. Uh, I'm not giving any spoilers or anything, but A Quiet Place 2 has a 91% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes right
1: per- now. 86% of people like it on Google mm-hmm. and it's it has like a 75 on Metacritic or something. Yeah, compared to high. the
0: first movie which has like a 96, I think. Like, uh, 96% it's approval good. rate on Rotten Tomatoes. Um. It
1: has good writing, is what I have. Good writing and, and, and good storytelling in the, in the sense of building this world. And this one just builds on to that world with it being kind of like a prequel to what happened. And right. a Sequel to After the Quiet. So we're place.
0: gonna do like a little binge watch thing where we just go watch this the first movie and then go see the second movie. Um, then we'll do a review for you, and yeah. we could include stuff from the first movie, you then know, as not? part of because the review. Because it's probably gonna tie to some stuff. That's together. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like uh, we could we could do like a duel mm-hmm. if you understand what I mean, but uh, yeah. We so watched. that was cool, and then we also watched Love, Death, and Robots. I season binged that too in one day because so did it's I. eight episodes uh-huh. and it's like
1: an hour and a half long. Yeah, uh, hour and a half, hour forty five. Even total. even though I don't feel like it was as strong as the first season, I think it was still strong in its own point. I um
0: yeah. well, what do you mean not strong? Because I think that the okay. amount of episodes was short, definitely. Yeah. Uh, didn't enjoy that. The, just that. Just because it was, I, I waited so long for such a small amount of content. Uh-huh. But turn around, the content was very much quality. Yes, yeah, so like, it was very
1: high quality. I'm just talking about. Like, story wise, there was like.
0: There was only one story that where we agreed, where we um, were like, eh. You know, but like, I enjoyed all of those stories, especially All Through the House.
1: All Through the House is a great in- interpretation of what Santa Claus could be like and how terrifying he can be. And it is, it's yes. so good. I've seen It's so,
0: amazing, and I recommend everybody at least
1: watch that I've one. I've seen like, so many memes of it. But don't show your kids. No. I mean, you can if you want to scar them, but yeah. Right. If you want to scare them, and then yeah. If you want yeah. to scare them to be good. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, the first one with the robot... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> where, th- where it's just like the vacuum bot yeah the vacuum bot uh where now they're on the run from right. all the right it's robots like you have
0: been identified as them. a pest <laughs> we we take out small animals and on occasion humans <laughs> like and i was like oh, oh shit. shit like um, and then she started chasing her like she almost died um, like she got out the house yeah. and they put her on the wanted list unless she pays the subscription
1: cost there was the tall grass which was really good the tall grass was good they looked like the silence i know they did and that was cool I I like uh, 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 Pop Squad. The, yeah, the one with the Pop child. Pop Squad killers. with the child killers. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. That one really hit hard. Uh,
0: uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael
1: B. Jordan's one, uh, Life Hutch. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to go through all of them, even though that there's. I eight. skipped one. Like, There's the giant one. That's the last the one. The giant, giant. One. Yeah, That's like a, a docu-series-esque one, yeah. which is really I, cool.
0: Which I thought that one was really cool in its own sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wish it would have gone a little bit further into what the giants were uh, doing, why this one is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, all that kind of stuff. But I'm
1: trying to think. There was snow in the desert. That's the one we agreed. It had a very beautiful fantastic animation quality yeah. like it like, it took me a second to realize But the story
0: was a little lackluster yeah. to me
1: it took me a second to realize that some of it, like it didn't it wasn't actually like live live action because it looked almost life like action right um mocap 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 i want mocap Trying to look at the the actual list of these guys. You know what
0: kind of cops we have in Missouri?
1: Oh, what was Ice? Ice was the one with the MoCop. MoCop. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Okay. Um, ice, the one with the fro- frost whales, and the guy is running on the ice. And the oh one yeah, with- Sedge, Sedge. Sedge. Yeah, the guy who wasn't actually like altered. Yeah. Um, whatever that meant. Yeah. Uh, I think we co- covered them all. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, no, Love and Death and Robots 2 was pretty good. Check it out. Yeah, check it worth, out. Worth the watch, definitely. We're going to kind of uh, roll over from that into uh, ac- people as like Demi Lovato, which this happened today. She came out as non-binary. So, cool. Yeah,
0: so yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah you know? why not?
1: Uh, they, they, them. <laughs> they, them. Yeah, um, but that's cool. Uh, we have a article about her in, in the podcast <laughs> showed you it. It's really crazy, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. I did want to cover a small thing that I found. It isn't really something noteworthy, but it's someone that I look up to. Um, it's Donald Glover, who I really believe is a creative genius in his own art, as he's creative of a lot of stuff. AKA Chadash Gambino, who when he did song, he was an actor. He's a uh, he's a director. He's done a bunch of shit. But he agrees with what we believe is that uh, cancel culture is killing creativity. In the sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a small thing he shared. He says, um, <clears throat> saw people on here having a discussion about how tired they were of reviewing boring stuff, which he considered, which is like TV, film, video game stuff like that. Right. Basically media, media now. Uh, we're getting boring stuff and not even experimental mistakes because people are afraid of getting canceled. So they feel like they can only experiment with aesthetic. Also because some of them know they're not that good. Um, which he said, which I I can get that, but also he, I like that he was introspective of saying, uh, cancel culture is not a good thing for creativity as it really just like snuffs it out. Right. Which I I think is, um, everybody needs to know about that in the sense that, uh, creativity can be offended, offensive, and you have to be okay with being offended It makes you think better. It makes you be more engaging with conversations. Um, But, yeah, that's just my take on that. Uh, Last thing, I didn't know about this, but Internet Explorer is gone. Well, not gone, but going away. Um, So, Microsoft Edge is the new like system, I guess, they're <clears throat> or browser uh, engine that they have. So they're they're pushing that, and they're getting rid of Internet Explorer, essentially.
0: You know what? Internet Explorer has been a long time coming. It's been like the AIDS of the computer world. It was you the know first I
1: mean? internet browser.
0: Yeah, just because it's the first doesn't it mean was. it's the best. I
1: know. That's what I said uh, before we even started. Just because it was the first, it doesn't mean it was the best. Um, but it did its job, and now it's time to pass did it
0: though
1: <laughs> for for the majority of when the time was when it came out the it, time period of when the it time came period, out yeah, yeah it did its you. job but then we had better browser com- browser engines come out and so now we don't need yeah like
0: uh google chrome google and chrome. uh firefox, firefox
1: or even safari <laughs> safari yes yeah, safari is better in, in in some ways but yeah so All right, see you later, uh, Titan. Uh, Not Titan. Titan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean uh,
0: Tycoon. Tycoon, yeah, (laughs) there we go. See you later, Tycoon.
1: Um, I think that's it, Um, but we're going to kind of roll into our news. I actually found this, and this is something I did want to talk about, um, because if you are kind of following around, um, Pokemon cards have come back into, like, a big... um, way and has like youtubers and stuff like logan paul that's a very famous uh, most recent uh id uh, person very <clears throat> well not famous but most recent on like the pokemon card like Bench. trading industry <laughs> yeah so he bought a big box of these things and he bought them for like four hundred thousand dollars or something like that um essentially trying to double his money but it came out to be a scam um, and it's basically become this big industry. Now, people are just buying these th- uh, Pokemon cards and basically looking for these cards that are worth a lot of money.
0: H3 did the same thing. Yep,
1: and people are just like, and people are getting very violent with them. Um, so, Target it will no longer be selling Pokemon cards in store due to safety and concerns. If you're reading this, chances are you're a Pokemon fan, which means you're probably aware that the trading cards have become an absurdly hot commodity in the recent months. The pandemic has caused card values to skyrocket, so retail stores and McDonald's have struggled to keep the cards in stock. Some businesses have limited the number of packs customers can buy, others have removed them from shelves to lock behind registers. Target in particular has faced increasingly aggressive customers. Why? I don't know, because it's Target I guess. And instances of violence have uh, forced the company to stop selling them in stores for the foreseeable future. The policy goes in effect this Friday, May 14th, so this was basically last week. Um, It will also apply to NBA, MLB, and NFL cards, which are in high demand as well. You'll still be able to buy cards through Target's website, but the in-store ban comes from the heels of various reports of violence breaking out amongst customers trying to buy packs. I heard about this. This is a crazy... I'm going to read this to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, ju- I just wanted to say real quick, um, like Walmart actually came out, did their own statement, and said that they uh, were totally going to continue selling. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like Target's all concerned about like their customers' lives, and Walmart's like, ah, we'll, we'll turn a buck. We'll turn a dollar. I think, you know what I, I mean? Think, like, yeah.
1: type of company. I don't think Walmart... I think Walmart has more security than uh, Target, because... Uh, Walmart is bit much more like successful in my opinion than Target is. Right, right. Um <laughs> But, yeah. So,
0: uh, so you wanted to read me something? I uh, did.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, this is actually the thing that I read a while ago. This is a news report that actually happened. Right. And this is the reason why Target is not selling things. Uh-huh. The straw that broke the camel's back for Target specifically seems to be a recent incident at a Wisconsin. Lo- oh God, <laughs> the place that I'm going to <laughs> later this summer. A Wisconsin location where a 35 year old man pulled a gun after he was assaulted by four attackers. No shots were fired, but the altercation was reportedly triggered by an argument over sports cards.
0: What a doucher! Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> really, over Pokemon cards?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's bad. In a statement made by Pol- to Collegan, a Target spokesperson says the decision to ban in-store sales of Pokemon cards was indeed safe, uh, safely related, and w- and that the well-being of the company's employees and customers are the top priority. Yeah, it should be. Uh, the few factors have resulted in the latest Pokemon cards friendly. The biggest is that the pandemic has slowed down the production and distribution of physical cards, creating a scarcity in stores. I did not know that, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, rare cards specifically from older editions are netting thousands of dollars in all my auctions right now. Thus, fans have spent the last several months flocking to stores or unearthing old collections to try to make a quick buck, which is severally... Uh, severely strained the card grading industry celebrities and influencers purchasing ultra rare cards and packs in some cases to open in front of an audience has also fueled the fire of collecting so yeah um if you're really into it it's a big thing right now but be careful if you are going out and i guess buying them because i guess people are going to be violent for some reason Or one way or other People are just going to fight for some reason It always happens Right. And this is just one thing that's just going to fuel it Um, For some people It's just going to piss them off But you know what In the end it is just a card game and I get that it is is it it is a commodity now. It's like a collection thing. and that's <laughs> It's
0: not just a game. It's my life.
1: <laughs> it, it's fine. If you want to do that, that's fine by me. I don't care. Spend your money however you want. Mm-hmm. But, like, please don't go out and physically hurt people for just this well, thing. For material things, yeah. period.
0: Don't go out and hurt people, period. Thanks. Yeah. Like, it's really not that fucking hard, you know?
1: But that's just something I want to touch on, just <laughs> since it is such a, such a relevant topic now.
0: Right. Um, but we
1: got more relevant topics yeah, such dude. as so, acquisitions and media.
0: Yeah, Amazon is reportedly interested in acquiring MGM Studios at a price tag of roughly $9 mm-hmm. billion, with a B. Uh, dollars. That's a lot of zeros. That is a lot of zeros. Uh, according to multiple stories in industry publications, from Variety to Deadline, uh, the information first broke the news uh, late yesterday. But both Amazon and MGM have declined to comment so far. So uh, they're going to make a simmer in it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Before they really release uh, the. Big info and the specifics of how the deal is going down. Of course, they will. Uh, AT and T uh, to spin off Warner Media, basically admitting giant merger was a mistake. Uh,
1: what? The new merger acts seems to occur every few months. Wait, what? I think. <laughs> you
0: I, yeah. No, I pasted the the article wrong. Oh. It like cuts out like okay whatever it's fine yeah. yeah uh but anyway yeah there uh, you go we're gonna be getting all kinds of stuff uh through amazon i'm sure like mgm has like lots of classics like ben hur gone with the wind wizard of oz I'm you literally know what i mean
1: just gonna look up what mgm owns and see what they got
0: james bond rocky balboa like they the, all this stuff we're we're about to get uh, silence of the lambs MGM like,
1: Resorts and that is not the right dates,
0: place. It dates and like they're 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 one of the oldest film studios like around and it dates dates back to like the 1920s. So oh
1: yeah, it it dates back a long time. If you've seen the oh, the opening with the lion through the yeah, lion the, head, yeah, that's MGM yeah, Studios and they've done pretty much a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, that is going to be cool to see what they do. Uh, because, like, even so, Amazon is bringing out all these good, good movies and stuff, so whatever they get from MGM, they're probably gonna re-profit out out of.
0: Oh, yeah, like, um, uh, they, like, Amazon has had a lot of good, like, turnouts as of late, like, such as The Boys or Invincible, you know, which are things things that we always recommend here. Good
1: adaptations, so, yeah, like, yeah, um, I'm looking at their library. Oh, Turner Entertainment Company, um, I don't know what they own. I'm just looking, but...
0: Yeah, no, this this article just looks absolutely awful. Oh, here we go.
1: Okay. Uh, Poltergeist, Rocky, uh, Pink Panther, James Bond. Uh, That's what I said. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, uh, barbershop. Barber- <laughs> the Barbershop
0: series, bros! Oh, my God! Like...
1: <laughs> oh, they got Dimension Pictures, which worked on I us. I thought you said, oh, my God, they have dementia, and then you were, like, going to stop, and I was like... They got Dimension Pictures, which has which worked on Spy Kids and stuff like that.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, uh, guess what? We need more thumb people walking around, man. Fucking thumb people. <laughs> um
1: but yeah no i'll we'll see what comes up um
0: yeah so in the news of acquisitions there's been a lot of fucking acquisitions guys warner media and discovery are joining forces they are fucking fusion highing for a 43 billion would it be even more than the nine billion dollar deal this is 43 billion dollars $43 $43 billion. That's more unit. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And they're they're trying to make their offering more powerful than Disney and Netflix combined, which I really doubt. You know what? If, what if Disney and Netflix, like Fusion Hod, like they'd take over the earth. You know what I'm saying? Disney, like,
1: does it say Discovery hyper-specializes in unscripted? I believe. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah, no. D- Discovery is one of the uh, largest cable conglomerates in the world. Yeah. Uh, we'll combine its content with Warner Media, another massive entertainment uh, company. It makes a lot of strategic sense on the surface. Discovery hyper specializes in unscripted programming like uh, uh, TLC. TLC, Food Network Investigation, Discovery, HGTV. I guess. And Warner Media has a treasure trove of, of IP, so like uh, big big names, you know, DC, like Game of, Thrones, Potter, ha- Game of Thrones, DC,
1: Harry Potter. So we're going to combine the two Plus create.
0: news, CNN, and sports, TNT, uh, combined, it's a very powerful offering. It really is. Uh, is this for DC fans reading this? Yes, it's a new world where King Shark could host Shark Week. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fucking Game amazing. of Thrones
1: Food Network where they just do a bunch of Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones
0: Food Network. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> with just the the guys with ICPP. Uh, you you know?
1: got Investigation Harry Potter or uh, Harry Potter HGTV where they just do house renovations for Harry Potter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> House Hunters Hogwarts. Oh, my... That's great. That's great.
0: Yes, dude. Uh, (laughs) They just look at castles the whole time. Yeah. Like, but on Scottish... side, Like...
1: See, this one's got... This one's got a pit of uh, of vines at the bottom of of this chamber. While this one's got a massive maze that just ever changes so slightly.
0: Do you know how many children have died here? Countless. (laughs) Like, horrifying shit, you know what I mean? We have a
1: snake in our basement.
0: (laughs) A giant one. Don't let the noseless man whisper in your ear.
1: Watch out. You know,
0: just, like, crazy shit that you shouldn't be hearing people say, but, like, it's actually they, being they, said they, they, in they Harry have, Potter, like, they have, behind the
1: scenes. They have uh, uh, real people who are just, like, normal people. The muggles of the yeah. universe come in, and they're just so confused at whatever's going on. <laughs> right?
0: It's just, like, some backwards clown circus going on. Like, they have jelly beans floating in the skies, and, like, this dude farted out a clown of, like you know, fucking unicorn dust or whatever. Like, it's just crazy shit. Oh, man. Okay. Like, if both of the Weasley twins weren't dead. No, never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, so uh, this this yeah, yeah. article goes really in-depth of why. It
0: does go really in-depth, uh, but it's... Pretty, pretty it much like sense. a really big fucking merger.
1: It's it's a merger thing, and everything's merging together in, our, in this in this scape of of, of media right now. As you as we've talked about it over the several months, it seems like everybody's just like merging into one big conglomerate company.
0: Yeah. Also, we just went on a tangent, and I don't feel like reading the rest of that. No, right. it's so long. <laughs> I if know. you want to read
1: it, we'll put it on the Discord, or and you'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, but like pretty much, it just says the exact same thing that we just said. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It talks about
1: uh, HBO Max and just, like, how it'll affect that and whatnot and how it'll affect the other subsidiaries of the Warner Media and Discovery, Uh, which, if you want to read that, that's on you. Right. Uh, but we're going to move on because of time. Oh, um, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. We should uh, add this to the uh, uh, spitting spoilers. List. Oh, yeah, we, let's do it. Why if not? we didn't even
1: do that because we're doing that now. We've to too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We have to add all of the Marvel shows to our spitting spoilers list because me and Zach are starting to be organized. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's really nice to be organized. And, uh, you know, we have enough ADD for, like, four kids here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, anyway, Marvel's What If series is coming this August, and I'm just here to remind you guys, you know, this is just a short little quip here, and uh, then I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece. Marvel's What If, the animated series exploring hypothetical stories in the MCU, like, what if Tony Stark was black? No, I'm kidding. That's, that's probably not one of them, but... Uh, they take,
1: they take uh, 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 Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder. <laughs>
0: I don't know if they have the rights for that. But uh, it, it's going to come to Disney Plus this August. Uh, like, Disney confirmed the release window to IGN, which narrows down the original summer 2021 billing. This show will tell non canonical stories from the uh, MCU, which means, like, it's not canon, guys. It's just what if? You know? Yeah. Like, it uh, includes tales of Peggy Carter becoming Captain Britain and T'Challa being abducted by the Reavers that took Peter Quill. Uh, we've seen very little of the animated show so far beyond glimpses in the trailer, but uh, we've broken down that time frame to tell you what's hiding, you know?
1: Yeah. There so, uh, new images that came out, actually, with this.
0: Who will you see for what if? Uh, it's going to uh, have a bunch of MCU actors reprise their roles in animated form. That includes Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Jeff Goldblum as The Fly, um... <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> I know Grandmaster Sorry uh, Tom Hiddleston As Lucky Natalie Portman As Jane Foster Paul Rudd As Ant-Man Josh Brolin Thanos Samuel L. Jackson My motherfucker uh, Nick Fury uh, Mark Ruffalo uh, The Hulk Yeah RDJ is TS and the late Chadwick Boseman as Touch. Oh
1: no. So you got these characters coming back and doing their (sighs) Yeah doing their voice acting for this. That's pretty much who I just So in this little teaser you have Peggy Carter as Captain Carter which cool You got uh, I guess Nick Fury and Hawkeye. What if
0: Peggy Carter was a pirate?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you doing this to
0: me? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Doctor Strange is in there, probably. I'm just saying it's on theme. What yeah, if? Doc, what if? What, what if Doctor Strange is like the host of What If? Since he's going through the different multiverses. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to What If?
0: Right, welcome to What If? I'm you your host, right, Doctor I'm, I'm, your, your, I'm,
1: Dr. I'm your co-host, Doctor Strange. And I am your other co-host.
0: Probably. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see. That, that. that would work, too. Or Agatha. Or Agatha. <laughs> Or Agatha, yeah, she's a, she's the weather, she's the weather person.
0: <laughs> she's like, today
1: it's awful. Every day is awful, and it just like it's, like moves cuts on like like
0: robot chicken does, yeah. like the channels changing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, um, that's what kind of show I imagine that I would know be.
1: What If. I think one of them, they're, they're going to follow. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be eight episodes. So we got the Peggy Carter one. What was the other one you said? Uh, Black Panther being abducted by the Reavers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so he's going into space.
0: So that's just two separate little um, episodes But there. I think they're you know? going
1: to do the zombie one, where everybody is turned into a fucking zombie. All the superheroes are turned into zombies.
0: Yeah, did you see I bought uh, Pop Zombie Thor? Nice. Yeah, Marvel Zombie. yeah mm-hmm. uh,
1: i would i would add uh what if but it doesn't have a date in august
0: it doesn't have a date in august but they just said it's gonna be around august
1: i'll just put it after suicide squad
0: yeah just write august yeah keep an eye out Uh but uh anyway moving on after that you know uh john boyega is set to reunite with joe cornish for attack the block yeah too. i found this and
1: i was like oh god damn they're actually making a second one yeah dude yeah, yeah attack finally. The Block is so
0: amazing if you don't like, know what
1: attack the block is it was a british uh film that came out in i think 2011 yeah um and it had john boyega like as his, like one of his earliest uh uh acting roles yeah and it's all about just aliens coming to coming to the urban streets really? of british yeah no she was in there Jody Whittaker was doc, in there doc. She was she was she was the woman I realized that she, I know dude yeah. what
0: the hell I watched this like this was this was like a like a B-rated movie almost yeah.
1: on on Hulu. It was on Hulu back it was in on, the day. It was on dude. Netflix for me, and I'm like, okay, and I watched this, and it was like, oh, this is this awesome. is amazing. This yeah, is no, it's really great. good. It's got a 90% of Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't know why it has a 6.6 out of 10, but like even so, 89% of people like it on Google. It's really good, and if you haven't seen it, go watch it.
0: Yeah, that's super <laughs> exciting. Uh, Who else would we know in this movie? Nick fucking Frost. That's Like, one of our favorite British actors here.
1: Um, But, like, uh... Man, I just got off on a tangent. Uh, The film is just about uh, the urban uh, area of uh, Britain. Or, I just don't remember where it's set, but it follows a group of, like, a small gang of kids, basically. And they see that aliens are kind of... uh, Invading and they just kind of take uh, their own arms. Yeah, yeah
0: they, they defend their neighborhood from malevolent extraterrestrials. Yeah, in South and London, it's, and it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a good, good funny movie in some sort of way. I like uh, just the way the, the script was written and stuff. And they make, and the idea of a sequel has been in the works for a while. Uh, the guy who made the film, Joe Cornish, has talked about it in the past and uh
0: dude and they're gonna be older yeah like so is he gonna be like a dad that's on the street or i don't know <laughs> like that? and then there's other kids that have to uh-huh. defend you know or are they gonna have like the same group of people but like older now yeah. and then the same thing happens again but they're super prepared
1: <laughs> like uh this is what it, this is what it be? says a decade after attack the block achieved sci-fi cult status and launched the career of its star john boyega studio canal four film four and complete Uh, Fiction Pictures and Upper Room Productions are moving forward with Attack the Block 2 with Boyega locked to return as Moses, of course, respectively. That's amazing. Uh, in the original Moses mobilizes mates against a group of nasty extraterrestrials looking to take over the neighborhood. By the way, these extraterrestrials are very pro- very well, very well, well designed. Yeah. They are they are straight jet black fur monsters but except they have no eyes. The only thing you can They're see creepy. is their teeth which glow in the dark. Yeah. And it, it it's like alien motherfuckers. It's really fucking crazy. Uh really good. Um <clears throat> the Joe Cornish is writing and directing the sequel and he will produce with Boyega... Uh, Neera Park, uh, uh, through the complete fiction banner, he was formed with Cornish and Edgar Wright and James Wilson, the four teamed, uh, to make the original film plot for the sequel still is under wraps. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, look at that. yeah, no, they're really, really, really well done. Even for like the a
0: blue b- glow to their teeth too. It's not um, even green or yeah. anything. It's fucking blue. Look,
1: look at that picture. The one of the, like in the daytime.
0: This one? No, 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 no. That one. The
1: actual real prop that they used. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a nice prop. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, moving on from that. uh We got Amazon as the Lord of the Rings series has someone that has been hired on, and that is the Witcher director, Charlotte Brandstrom. Uh, so Brandstrom a, is The guy The person that helped uh, From Austria
0: Germany uh, Why so, are you
1: asking me about I don't know. You know I,
0: I didn't <laughs> I thought you would know Who Charlotte Brandstrom is Because you like The Witcher
1: I like The Witcher I haven't finished the series And I'm sorry to anybody Who wants to hear that But yes I have not finished Neither the series Neither have
0: I bro You're not the only person I,
1: I, I want to go back And watch it Because they It sounds like They're making a second season And I have played through All of The Witcher 3 that, which That's is the only like,
0: reason Why I, I I yeah. said that. Because she's from France.
1: Know oh, she's France. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I just played uh, Witcher 2. Not Witcher 2. Witcher 3 became like my third favorite game of all time. Right. And I played all the way through it. And the story is amazing. And so I kind of want to watch it. Plus I like Henry Cavill as a character swedish yeah, yeah swedish
0: that's where the last name came out yeah. i was like mm, that, that's not french you i know, know what it's I mean? not like, french I, like, I could see it
1: yeah uh Emma's-
0: it's the umlauts that that gave it away yep. i was like uh, so, the dire- it's, so it's like Bronstrom yes. instead of like-
1: Bronstrom. Braun- Bronstrom. uh she has previously directed episodes of the witcher jupiter's legacy which just came out and outlander Wow, I didn't know she did Outlander.
0: You know, everybody keeps telling me to like watch Outlander. Katie but
1: loves Outlander. Really? Yeah, she talks about it.
0: Like, is it good?
1: I have not watched it, but Neither I know it. I know watched. it's a good fantasy. I just
0: haven't given it a chance. Really. It's an old
1: fantasy series. I know. I know about it, but yeah, no, I know uh, Outlander is a good one.
0: Yeah, but speaking of fantasy series,
1: yeah, Branstone previously jo- uh, announced directors. She has joined uh, directors John A. Uh, but oh, Jesus, Banyana and Wayne Che Yip. Uh, she will helm two episodes of the fantasy epic which is currently shooting in New Zealand the filmmaker helmed the Witcher episodes rare species and Bottle appetites and her work on the show is the perfect experience for her in the preparing to take on the show the show like Lord of the Rings Ranshum said in the statement I am very excited to be guided through Middle Earth with J.D's and Patrick's vision and immense myself in the iconic world of J.R.R. Tolkien. It's a great privilege to be in New Zealand to work with Amazon Studios' outstanding ensemble of creative talents. There are countless things still to see in Middle-earth and great great works to do. I could go into it, and then at the end, uh, they list the entire cast, which is a long cast of names. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna read that.
0: Yeah, no. Like a lot (laughs) of them are also very foreign, and I think we would butcher over half of their last names. I'm I'm gonna like. There's a couple easy ones like Richard Smith. You know. I'm gonna try this one.
1: Clark. Uh, 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 Jesus.
0: Jaya Sundara. Yeah, there you go. Jaya Sundara. Ian
1: Blackburn. I like that last name.
0: Sarah Zwat. Zwegobani. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. let's let's just move on. Yeah, like I said, keep...
0: lot, lots of lots of last. But names it, they got a really
1: good. They get looks like they got a caster already ready to go, and like this is going to be something big for them since they're spending so much money on it. On the, on was it the first episode was like two hundred eighty-six million dollars? No, no, the whole the, the whole series. Yeah, the yeah. whole series. Three, almost three hundred million
0: dollars. Is... No, it's more than that. Was it? Yeah, it was like four hundred and something million dollars. Was it like almost half a billion dollars? Yeah. Really,
1: I thought it was way more than that. All right, um, while you're going to look that up, I'm going to see if there's anything else. Uh, Oh, yeah, Game of Thrones alum Brian Cogman is serving as... 465 million. All right, so almost half a billion. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, yeah, so... Other than that, we have other sh- stuff coming out, such as HBO Max releasing all their movies on, in 2021. Yeah, everybody's
0: been like uh, up in the air about some of these releases, because not all of these studios agreed We're with, okay a, with, a, with, with HBO and Warner WarnerMedia uh, making decisions for them about where their movies would be released. Uh, such as Dune, which has actually officially come out that it's still coming to HBO Max, despite reports saying otherwise. Good.
1: I'm okay with that
0: I'm okay with that too because they already said bitch they already said they put it in a commercial and everything and everybody's seen that fucking commercial I was like ooh they release in Space Jam Tom and Jerry which I hear wasn't that good I did not it wasn't
1: it wasn't good from what I what I heard
0: yeah 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 but uh Dune is only one movie included in the Warner Brothers ongoing plan to simultaneously release its 2021 slate of theatrically released movies on HBO Max for Mm -hmm. the one month exclusive window you know things like Wonder Woman eighty four, Godzilla vs Kong, mm. Judas and the Black Messiah, Mortal Kombat, yeah, you know, spoiler, like yeah, yeah, stuff. like th- those are just previous ones in the past that have done actually really well, yeah, uh, for them. And I've watched pretty much every like all the new movies that HBO Max has put out, and I'm digging HBO Max um, so far. Like everything that they're doing, like is what I'm about, man. I <laughs> like. Yeah, it it really brings the theater
1: home. Definitely does it. I think for Dune though, I'm going to go to the theaters.
0: To I want to go to the theaters to watch that too. Yeah. What the fuck are you crazy? I'm gonna like, go to the. I theaters. mean, I have a nice ass speaker yeah, system no, no, down definitely. here, dude. But like,
1: I'm gonna go yeah. to watch it in the theaters, and then I'm gonna watch it at home. So with subtitles, so they like fully encapsulate all the detail. Yeah, and then when we can talk about it, then it's gonna be easier. Um, right. Because we're I'm probably gonna be down at Springfield when it comes out in October. Um, Right. So, but it's good to see that at least it's still going to HBO Max for people that don't want to go to the theaters, um, and they still want to see it. You might not get the same experience that the director has encapsulated for this film. Right. But still, at least you get to see it. Like, for people that want to at least go see, uh, go see it. Also. Mm, there uh let's see does it say anything else doom will premiere in theaters and on hbo max and stay in the u.s uh in
0: october if i'm not mistaken yeah
1: in october 1st yeah that is what it is um but yeah um since we're still talking about kind of like films coming out um and a subscription service paramount plus came out not too recently and right. they have been talking about all these new things coming out. Like the, Ro- 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 the Rugrats reboot, which is going to be like 3D animated. I don't know how I feel about that. But I would, Interesting. I want to see more of it, what they're going to do. Because they're bringing back like... Tommy the, Pickles. Apparently they're bringing back like the original like creators of the show. Which I, I'm okay with that. And as long as they do Can just... they still
0: draw the characters all crazy on the in-between Because <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You know the one where Stu was like whacked the fuck out yeah. in the middle of the night. Like, oh my god, dude! Like, that's fucking amazing. Animation
1: like, back then was very, very. It was um, scene by scene drawing. It was scene by scene drawing, but not. I think it was, it was partially uh, animated back. Well, in partial, partially, Ligo but like unit, when computers. It, well, yeah,
0: like, like the. They'll, they'll do like scene to scene uh, yeah. what is it called a tween yeah. they'll, they'll they'll tween between the the mm-hmm. two frames you know but they will do drawings for every yeah. couple of frames just, and
1: then tween between for that they definitely had to like take skips and leaps to just like kind of like make make things look right so of course you're going to get frames that look fucked up
0: <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
1: but um, uh, yeah so you got uh, Paramount Plus coming out and releasing this new stuff and they've already said they're going to make a prequel to film to Pet Cemetery. With screenwriter Lindsay Beer uh, set to direct. <laughs> um, and if you don't know who Lindsay Beer is, she's uh, known for writing the film Sierra Burgess is a Loser on Netflix and the revision of Chaos Walking, uh, which didn't get good reviews. Uh, and she is making her de- directorial debut with the upcoming Pet Cemetery prequel for Paramount Plus. Uh, The film was previously described as an origin story to the classic Stephen King horror story about the Indian burial burial ground that brings the dead back to life. See, I don't like this. If Stephen King didn't really write a prequel for this thing, why are you going to make up your own prequel for it? I don't... Right... I don't get it. What are... Okay. And it's not it's not canon with Stephen King? I don't know if it's canon with him or not. I don't know if they asked for his permission. I have to read more into this. This is the follow-up to the ni- 2019 remake of Stephen King's best-selling novel that first came out in 1983, and an originally adapted in 1989 with a 1992 sequel. Barry Lambert made history directing those two films, and Deadline reports that Paramount wanted Beer to follow in her footsteps as the female director for the franchise. Beer isn't high in high man right now as a writer, as she is also lined up to write the upcoming live-action Bambi for Disney. I did not know about that. And will co-write The Mask, which stands for Mobile Armored Strike Command Movie, as well as Silver Sable, the Fast and the Furious female spinoff. <laughs> What are you doing to me? Are you just writing bullshit? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know what you were doing to me. I was like reading this. I know your eyebrows so, lifted.
0: You're like, what the
1: fuck? So which one is? So what is real? What is? what have you typed in that it's all fake?
0: Well, no, I fixed some spelling errors. Okay. Like before, that was the only thing that I actually wrote in. Don't okay, worry. Okay. Like you haven't read anything.
1: Like so that's all real that. That's I That's all real. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was, I was fixing. I was retroactively fixing spelling errors in the, in the writing that, that was there. So
1: is the short circuit remake in the hello kitty movie reel yeah okay, yeah yeah okay i don't no. i thought you were just typing in random stuff.
0: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be so funny i was though. reading
1: this like, and jasmine was type typing so i thought she was just adding stuff for me to read no
0: i was editing
1: okay i wasn't sure <laughs> to
0: make sure you didn't like say it wrong. no that's oh,
1: okay I, I was so confused oh my god sorry
0: <laughs> that's what i get for for doing last minute work right
1: You were making me read your own creations. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Uh, The plot details for Pet Cemetery movie are unknown at the time, of course. The original story, which the 1989 and 2019 pick also had loosely based on with their own different twists, follow a family who, after tragedy strikes, discovers an ancient burial ground dead in his home with the power to raise the dead. And uh, it's like I said, I don't know how I feel about this prequel. If they're really going, oh no, my kitty sprinkles is back. <laughs> Honestly, if they're going to go back and try to explain how the burial ground beca- became a thing, I don't see that working out, honestly. If they're going to go back further just to have like some people uh, from before the original people uh, who, who started like in Pet Cemetery, uh-huh. like they had another family be affected by it or something, I, I guess I just don't see this working out. I don't know. This is not going to get good reviews, in my opinion. So, ah, you know, I'll
0: always give something a chance. I'll watch it. I I'll completely s- shit I- on it, but like I, I- Expectations,
1: yeah, it's expectations of what I, what I've seen in the past and how it's been done in the past and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But something that uh, does look interesting and I think will actually do good, uh, this is a trilogy that is coming to Netflix. And like, th- this is
0: exactly what I hoped for as a child. Yeah, is that R.L. Stein would turn around and be like, you know what, this would make a great horror movie. And <laughs> guess what? That's what we're doing. Rated all horror movies. We get in trilogy. All right, straight to Netflix. I'm excited. Oh yeah, uh, the horror film film series will be released over three consecutive weeks this July. We should add that to our list too.
1: Oh yeah, let's do it. Why not? It's uh, three different week. It's three. It's over three different weeks, all in order. Yeah. And each each uh, uh, film, which takes, uh, which is like a, in different three different parts. Uh, each set in their own timeline yep. but they're all going to tie together in one big cohesive cool Part piece 1 of
0: story. 1994 will stream July 2nd followed by Part 2 1978 on July 9th and Part 3 ni- 1666 yeah. on July 16th and that one looks pretty evil. It's going back sixes. and
1: it's going backwards in time which is I fucking weird but know. you know what I wonder what it's like can, <laughs> is there it's more It's
0: probably a movie that you're supposed to watch backwards. In the same way that, like... Uh, Can you could
1: watch backwards and forwards. Yeah. Yeah? And everything ties to... Yeah. I want to know more. Let's, let. What is there more about this? Uh, the the streaming giant's official
0: synopsis for the trilogy reads, In 1994, a group of teenagers discovers that the terrifying events that have haunted their town for generations may all be connected, and that they may be the next targets. Based on R.L. Stein's best-selling horror series, the trilogy follows the nightmare through the shady side's sinister history um it says we filmed all three fear street movies over one crazy bloody summer janiac said in a statement it's a dream that audiences now get to experience the story in the same way back to back to back with only a week of waiting in between so i wonder if they are an hour long or if they are uh two hours long each you know what i mean like i wonder how much time that we get to spend in this universe
1: if it's very, very, as long curious. as it's like 30 minutes the longer, I, would, I would think it'd be fine by me. You'd like
0: an hour, hour and a half?
1: Hour and a half would be even better for yeah, me. Yeah,
0: hour and a half each. Like,. It- I yeah. think that would be pretty reasonable uh, you know what I mean yeah. but uh, you can watch the first trailer for Netflix's uh, Fear Street Trilogy uh, in the video on this article so you can find it on Discord or you can probably YouTube that shit yeah you and since we're saying? still
1: on the topic of <clears throat> goddamn horror horror stuff.
0: movies yeah which is actually going to be a theme coming up soon like in here in June the week of June 10th through the June June 17th I'm going to be out of town again but this time I'm going to be gone on a Wednesday and you guys know what that means what happens when we're gone on on Wednesdays, we mm-hmm. you get pre-recorded content, baby, and you get and, some uh, good stuff. You're gonna get some really good stuff, uh, and you're gonna get to actually meet uh, one of my favorite people. You know, uh, Mister Mister Mr. like or Jag for short, if you guys. You, know, you got like, Jag coming on. Yeah, as a new and then guest. John, we're gonna welcome John back, and we're gonna do a deep dive on horror and horror culture.
1: Yes, horror, horror culture, and horror media as a whole, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. But since we're still very much the- so,
0: I- and it'll and be the first time that you've heard four people
1: on the podcast, I think, I think so. Uh, unless, well actually no, no, no for no, the, no, new, no, year's, for the new year's for the new year's thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, uh, those were our significant others. Those so I don't is, know this is, gonna entire, <laughs> this is going to be entire,
1: this is going to be a different, different tone. Yeah.
0: This is going to be a different tone. Yeah. And uh, you guys are going to meet my friends and then we'll have another one later on with, uh, somebody who's actually
1: like has followers. Yeah. Like a lot of followers. Like, yeah, it's going to be great. And <clears throat> so that'll be fun. Uh, we have a lot of ideas. Uh, for uh stuff uh that we want to do with other people since I'm home and we got time now for Yeah, summer
0: summer, summer baby, summer 2K uh 21, you yeah, know what I'm
1: saying? So- since we're still on the idea of horror, something yes, that yes. I did not... <laughs>
0: I got this. I like know. This surprised the shit out of me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what more could they do with this as soon as I read the first part of the title? You know what I mean? I was like... Yeah, I saw Bring It On, they're like, oh, fuck, another cheerleading movie. <laughs> Here we go. Bring It On 45. It's not what Bring you, It On again. It's you know not what, what I mean? you like, think,
1: though. It's not what you expect. It's not what
0: you'd expect. So Bring It On, the cheerleading movie series is getting a horror spinoff. Why? <laughs> a horror spinoff. It's going to be called Bring It On Halloween, and it's set for next year. What uh, does it
1: say? Sci fi dished it out. <laughs> Sci fi is dishing it out. Okay, yeah, yeah. why not?
0: Well, well they report too. You do know, they? the sci-fi channel?
1: Is the is there are they the ones that do bring it on? Just like or they? They might be the ones who are doing this bring it on. Okay. You
0: know, sci-fi your favorite channel that brings you Sharknado. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, or yeah. like Lake Placid. Lake Placid or, or like, you know or Titan, Anaconda.
1: Titan boa versus giant shark. Yeah yeah. Or any of those films? Or the Sharknado the Nado, never stop
0: never sharking, like. <laughs>
1: Did you just make that
0: up? What the hell?
1: That sounded like (laughs) such a real one.
0: I know, right? (laughs) Never stop, never sharking. Oh,
1: man. Um, It says the movie will center around a cheerleading squad practicing a killer routine ahead of an upcoming competition. Why did they do that Only to find out their performance might not be the only thing that kills.
0: I'm getting very uh, uh, I-know-what-you-did-last-summer vibes Uh from this. You know what I mean? There's more...
1: Held down by restrictive rules, an embattled cheerleading squad seeks the freedom of a creepy closed school gym uh, to practice for regionals. But when members of the squad start to disappear, the cheerleaders must unmask their assailant to save themselves. It is basically. It's a girl. <laughs> it's a guy. Do you it's, think? The, it's the principal.
0: Ew. <laughs> creepy. No, I think it's another girl
1: probably from a, it's, another uh, It's the lead it's the lead it, XOXO
0: gossip. Girl, it's the you know one who got kicked
1: out of being the lead position XOXO
0: XOXO
1: This will be the 7th installment in the Bring It On series Yes,
0: I told you. I said it's I said it's fucking Bring It On 45. What I said keep br- I said never I-, I said keep bringing it on. Like
1: bring it on, bring, bring it on the bring on.
0: Bring on. Brong. Bro- <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it on. Just bring it on brong. Brong. Yeah,
1: bring it on brong. What do you got? Bring it on! All or nothing. Is that like one of? Do you got? Bring it on! Bring it on again! Bring it on into the in it to win it! Bring it on!
0: I've seen every single fight one of
1: them to f- the finish.
0: I've seen all of. Bring them. it on the
1: original! Bring it on worldwide cheerlead! No wait, what is that? Da- worldwide, hold on. No. Worldwide hashtag cheer smack.
0: Okay, I might not have seen
1: all of them. 2017. Okay. Uh, and I think that might be it. So you got one, two, three, four, five. That can't be all of them. It said seven. I need to see more. Show me the others. Show me the others. Show me the I'm interested now because there's, there's seven of them. And it's all about cheerleading. Which yeah. is which is a which is crazy to me.
0: Well, it's not the same cheerleaders for all of them, you know. Not the same cheerleaders for all of them, but yeah, still. I'll show you a fucking cheerleader. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: um, oh yeah, here we go. Um, f- da, b- da, b- da. I think I actually went through all of them. That sound that doesn't sound right. Bring it on. Uh, bring it on again. All or nothing. <laughs> I'm really into this. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, In it to win it, fight to the finish, worldwide smack. Oh, and I guess Halloween will be the seventh. Okay. Okay. That makes okay. sense to me. Okay.
0: So I've seen like five.
1: Yeah. The only one you haven't seen is worldwide hashtag cheer hashtag smack.
0: Hashtag cheer smack.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm. It it doesn't say that they they call it bringing it on worldwide cheersmack, smack, but on the actual cover, it says bring it on worldwide hashtag cheer smack. Right. Yeah. So uh, cool, I guess. All right. Can we get past this mm-hmm. now? Um. Oh yeah, crap! I got one. We got one more horror esque yeah. thing. <laughs> Don't make me say that. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs>
0: Why not?
1: I can't. <laughs> I, uh, oh man. Okay. So <laughs> me- you you guys know the meme. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The meme of Demi Lovato from a few years ago. It's her, it's like, her sister. Yeah, her sister, Poot, like, <laughs> after she cut her hair off. I just kept replacing Demi Lovato's name with Poot Lovato all over yeah, the I place. Yeah, you
1: change Peacock with <laughs> <laughs> Which it's, it's the hashtag Pootcock takeover. No, okay, we can't do that. <laughs> um... So I talked. we talked about how Demi Lovato went non-binary, and this is like, I think, before that. Uh, but Demi Lovato is to host an unscripted UFO investigation limited series on Peacock, the streaming service. What the fuck? Peacock. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to keep going before you make me lose my mind. Uh, singer and actress Demi Lovato has signed on to host a new unscripted UFO investigation limited series on Peacock. The Untitled Undentified Undentified with Demi Lovato, the show follows Lovato, her skeptical best friend Matthew, and her sister Dallas as they attempt to uncover the truth about the UFO phenomena. While consulting with leading experts, the trio will investigate recent eyewitness encounters, uncover secret government reports, and conduct tests at known UFO hotspots. It's a show, a four-episode order. She will executive produce in addition to starring. Unidentified is the latest television product that Lovato has set up at NBC Universal. It was announced in, in April that NBC has given out a pilot order to the comedy Hungry, in which Lovato will star an executive... <laughs> <laughs> you edited it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't read this, Jazz. Why did you edit those? Some of these words don't even make sense anymore. In the show, friends will who belong to a food issues group. Food. Food issues group. I don't even know what the original word was now. Food. Ha- food. I
0: said it was a food issues group. Oh,
1: food group. what is a food issues group? What do you mean? It's people who are like anorexic and oh, like Oh, okay. When I when you say food issues, I think of people who like Have issues with food and are afraid of them in some form or way.
0: I mean, there are people who are afraid of food.
1: I I guess. I don't know. Help each other as they look for love, success, and the perfect thing in the fridge that's going to... Make it all better. That's not a good way to cite that.
0: Yeah, that's not a good way to cite that at all. But anyway, uh, that... I'm getting music
1: vibes from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. oh no yeah anyway um we're gonna take a small break uh, to promote advertisement you know which we haven't got so far but we we could be close we don't know you never know listen, unless you look, try if
1: in if not there's music there is music listen, <laughs> listen to the soothing music the sounds of whales
0: music. <laughs> all right that's it break all right. And we are back. We, we've gone through quite a journey. We have <laughs> arrived
1: back at our destination.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've gone through quite a journey in the um, <clears throat> in that the short
1: ten-minute ten uh, short span. time span. Yeah, and what we well for you guys, but not for us.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but we are kind of back, and we are gonna still be on the movie bandwagon as we are moving kind of a little bit into the uh, <clears throat> animated side of stuff. So. Uh, A very profound foreign director, uh, Bong Joon-ho, who directed the very uh, critical acclaimed Parasite, Parasite. is directing an animated deep-sea adventure film, which sounds awesome. Because, like, he made the Oscar-winning film, the, I think, first Oscar-winning, like... First, foreign, yeah, the, yeah it won
0: oscar it movie. won uh i almost said album album of the year no movie of the year yeah and it got that oscar for movie of the year and yeah. it was the first foreign film to do that and i remember like you remember when donald trump like and this isn't political at mm-hmm. all but yeah. like I, i'm just saying he went on his one of his twitter rampages he went on a whole ass twitter rampage about how parasite shouldn't have won because it's a foreign film
1: but oh, why it doesn't matter. It's he said a film. he's
0: just saying just because, though. Like I was like, yeah. that's crazy.
1: It, 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 I don't think it was just because. I think it was because of like the direction the film took, as well as the cinematography, and just the the story in general was phenomenally put well put together.
0: Yeah, like, no, I completely enjoyed it. it like it, it it wasn't too campy, you no. know what I mean? Even though, like, quite literally, there was a lot of camping going on, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, it really,
1: yeah. it really encapsulated like. Did I watch this one with you? No, but I watched it on my own and I talked to you about it. Yeah. And it was, it, like I said, it's really, really and well. And then I watched it with Brian. It's I just on, know I watched it with somebody. I think it's on Hulu. You can probably go watch it um, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, I've seen it. You know. I know, but <laughs> I'm talking to the audience. Oh, yes, the yeah. audience.
0: Sometimes I forget they're there. And it's not just us in a room mm. talking to each other like yep. mad
1: men. So the director of the uh, of it, uh, Bong, uh, Jesus, Bong Joon-ho, is set to direct an animated deep-sea adventure film about humans and the deep-sea creatures. The filmmaker has been working on this project since 2018. Underwater. Yeah, and the screenplay was completed in January. It's also reported that the director is currently working on a screenplay for an English-language film that is expected to be produced before this animated movie. Hmm. <clears throat> he is also working to an executive producer on an upcoming Parasite TV series. We already talked about this a while ago, that it will be on HBO Max, and it will be tied into the universe, but not a sequel. Um, unfortunately, there are no other details to this. So, yeah. But it is cool to see that he is still continuing with his work and he is, like, going to different, like, mediums and stuff like that to make these films, which I really think is cool. Um, but since we are ta- – since uh, I brought up HBO Max, I can talk about another streaming giant, which is uh, Disney – plus and disney plus has something a new series coming out and it for released its first teaser trailer for the new monsters at work series which is based on the monsters inc it's a spinoff of monsters inc it's like a continuation after um that movie uh disney has shared the first trailer for pixar's upcoming series (laughs) monsters at work which is a follow-up to the animated films monster university and monsters inc this series, Sully, who is played, of course, by John Goodman, and Mike, who is also played, of course, by Billy Crystal, are put in charge, and they are hiring monsters to make kids laugh. If you enjoyed the first two films, and this, this series is just sure to entertain you. <clears throat> monsters at Work displaced the day after the Monsters Incorporated power plant started harvesting the laughter of children to fuel the city of Mo- Monsteropolis. <clears throat> Jeez. Monster apples. Yep. Thanks to Mike and Soli's discovery that laughter generates ten times more energy than screams, it follows the story of Tyler Tuscomon, voiced by Brendan Feldman, an eager young monster who graduated top of his class at Monsters University and always dreamed of becoming a scarer until he lands a job at Monsters Incorporated and discovers that scaring is out and laughter is in. After Tyler, Jesus, uh, Tyler is temporary. Tylenol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: Tyler and all. Tyler is temporarily reassigned to the Monsters Inc. facilities team, also known as MIFT. Um they really could have done something good with Mift. this. No, they could have done something better with this. Um he uh must work along the mist with a bunch of mechanics while setting his insights of becoming a jokester. Oh yeah, because that's what they call the scarers now as jokesters.
0: Mike was also <laughs> <of me. laughs>
1: Jesus, I'm sorry. Monsters Inc. Laughing facilities. (sighs) What do you think that stands for? Monsters Inc. Laughing (laughs) facilities. Like I said, shut the fuck up. They could have had something really funny there. No, Uh, it would have been bad. It would have been bad. It would have been bad. No, (laughs) the series stars Jennifer Tilly. uh, I uh, fucking hate
0: Jennifer Tilly's voice. Oh my god. Yeah, Yeah. it's so. Oh, my God.
1: John it's... Ratzenberger as Yeti, Mindy Calling as Val Little, an enthusiastic member of the Monsters, Inc. Facilities team, a.k.a. Mift, Bonnie Hunt as Miss Flint, responsible for recruiting and training the funniest monsters to become jokesters, Henry Winkler as Fritz.
0: Henry Winkler?
1: Yeah, Jesus. as Scatterbrain Boss, Lucas Neff as Duncan, an opportunistic plumber, and Elena Ubach uh, as Cutter, a office officious rule follower. Uh, voicing additional characters as Steven Stanton and Smitty as Needleman as Smitty and Needleman Smitty. the Bumblebee Custodial team at in Monsters Inc. and as Shia Tyler as Taylor's Taylor's mom, Millie Tuskman. This comes out on Friday, July second, exclusively on Disney Plus. So yeah, see that then.
0: Disney Plus. <laughs> I love you thank you so much for this article sir. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're still we're since we're still talking about I could have I should have put this one before that because it would have tied in better since it is based on it is on HBO Max, but we're going to jump back to HBO Max as a new animated Superman series is going to be starring uh the boy's Jack Quaid as Clark Kent.
0: Ye yeet, buddy! HBO <laughs> Max and Cartoon Network are teaming up on a new Superman animated series starring the boy's Jack Quaid as a young Clark Kent. That's such great news for my ears. Yeah. Uh, the new series is called My Adventures with Superman, and it stars Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen as 20-something young members of an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. Okay. Wow. Wow. So amazing. That's it. Like, that's (laughs) it. It's just them going and being journalists. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, together, the would be Man of Steel will work alongside Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen as they navigate through this kooky thing called life while fighting bad guys. Just as on on the side note, you know, it's the that's the, the sh- just the yeah. side game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, throughout the series, Clark will build up his Superman identity while also working with Lois and Jimmy as they navigate their professional careers. While Clark and Lois will, of course, fall in love. <laughs> Anyway, there will be a lot of growing up and crime fighting done in between that. Uh, Lane will be voiced by Alice Lee from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which oh, okay. I uh, have heard of but I've never watched. Of. Yeah. And uh, Quaid is best known for his role as uh, Huey, you know, on uh, Amazon Prime's The Boys yeah. and Ultraviolet. Uh, so it's fucking awesome! Cool.
1: We get a new animated series of Superman, which yeah. is going to be Young Superman, but still, it's going to be cool. Let's see. Season. We'll see what they do with it. Um, yes. um, yeah. But yeah,
0: but like, speaking of new animated series, there's like a fuck ton of them this week, guys. Yeah. Like, here's another one. Or another several, rather. Rick and Morty is one of the four new shows coming to Adult Swim. So, Adult Swim is about. Not to Rick
1: and Morty, but the spin off of R- Rick and Morty. Rick
0: and Morty spin off, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the spin off to Rick and Morty uh, has been announced as one of the four. The other three are Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Robot Chicken, and Pretty Face is Going to Hell franchise.
1: Oh, these are spin offs of those? These
0: are spin offs of each of those shows, respectively. Give so, me. Four new shows based on these four. Aqua Team shows.
1: Hunger First spinoff will focus on Carl and his life only.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we gotta get my whores in my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about all this other stuff? We'll what see. would be
1: the the spinoff of Robot Chicken if it's already kind of like a, a anthology show? Making uh, fun of everything.
0: Robot Chicken? Yeah. The spinoff is called Alabama Jackson, and it comes from Scrubs actor Donald Faison. Faison created the show and voices the character Alabama Jackson, who is a smooth-talking time traveler who lands in exactly the wrong place at the wrong time every time. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick and Morty's uh, spinoff is called The Vindicators, and it features Supernova, Vance, yeah, okay. Vance Maximus, uh, Alan Rails, Crocobut, and Noob Noob. Doob, doob. Doob, doob. <laughs> they will work together to fight crime, avert genocides, and yuck it up without wrecking Marty.
1: That's going to be cool.
0: Yes, it's going to be very cool. Aqu- uh, Yeah, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force spinoff is Aquadonk Side Pieces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which follows the side characters uh-huh. and villains from the main show. Uh, yes, uh,
0: the Motor Knights, the Plutonians, uh, McPee Pants, the Frat Aliens, Happy Time Harry, Hand Bandana, and the Cybernetic Ghost of Christmas Past. I'm
1: okay with that if it, yes. it because that that show has so many good side characters just to follow.
0: Right, and finally, uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is getting a fifth season through animated shorts that will stream on the internet. Hmm. Cruel Boss Satan, or uh, Matt Servito, uh Bumbling Demon Gary, or uh, H- Henry Zabrowski, and all your other favorites, Return in America's beloved workplace comedy set in hell. Uh, reads uh, a line from the description, obviously. Uh, expect more laughs, more gore, and maybe taking. Uh, to- or a talking animal. <laughs> wow. Donkey. <laughs> no, no. It seems like it's cartoon, so they should add a talking animal, maybe a fish. Yeah. You know, who knows? That'll but be cool. Uh, yeah, that doesn't that'll be have cool. any
1: release dates, but that'll be cool to see those things come into like real life. Very much so. And as sense as Adult Swim, they might be going to HBO Max, which is even better. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But But
0: uh back back uh over to Netflix, you know, like on the way over here. Mm-hmm. Uh Netflix is releasing Masters of the Universe Revelation.
1: Woo, it's animated and it's I'm really, anim- really glad about that.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. Uh so uh Netflix and Mattel Television have shared a sneak peek at Masters of the Universe Revelation, the highly anticipated animated series that will be premiering globally on July twenty third. Uh, the streamer announced that the first of five-episode series will debut on Friday, July 23rd, and will pick up where the iconic characters left off de- decades ago, following a cataclysmic battle between He-Man and Skeletor that leaves Eternia fractured and the Guardians of Grayskull scattered throughout the land. The story sees Tila. Uh, I wonder if this is rated what this is rated. You uh, know what I mean? Probably,
1: it'll probably be rated like... Uh, PG-13 I want to TV say TV-14 TV-14 I want to say it's rated R honestly if it's going rated R dude cool. TV
0: TV-MA He-Man 10, 10 years after the fact <laughs> you know what I'm saying like
1: the blood the the gore that he would have I know dude like demolished. that would be
0: so fucking cool yeah. wouldn't it yeah yeah Uh, Anyway, Netflix provided first look images of the series and its character designs uh, produced by Powerhouse Animation with greater detail, modern lighting, and atmosphere. Uh, That was super exciting. Mm. And I actually saw this uh, before this article was made because I follow Kevin Smith. Yeah. And Kevin Smith posted it, and uh, he spoke about how Masters of of the Universe established itself as part of a global pop culture fabric, and that the love and affection for the world ultimately helped make the show possible. Uh, He said, a big reason that we got such top-tier voice talent is because people genuinely want to be a part of this world. Uh, speaking of the fandom surrounding the yeah, surrounding So the, the, the voice franchise.
1: talent has Mark Hamill playing Skeletor, mm-hmm. Lena Hetty as Evelyn, Chris Wood as Prince Adam slash He-Man, Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila, Te- Te- and many, many more. Alan, Alan Cunningham,
0: Al- Al- Stephen Root, you know. Yeah. like Alan
1: Oppenheimer, the original voice of Skeletor, is also back on board for the project, but f- this time he brings his vocal talents to the creator, the character Mossman. So, he's not going to be Skeletor, he's giving that off to Mark Hamill, which I know is going to just blow it out of the water.
0: Yeah, and since you guys know we're into toys, Mattel is releasing an all-new Masters of the Universe Masterverse toy line consisting of six action figures with highly detailed designs to enable fans to bring the iconic characters to life at home. Nice. The collection features a 7-inch He-Man, Skeletor, Mossman, and Evil Lynn action figures, as well as the 9-inch uh, Skelegod figure and the 14-inch long Battle Cat toy. Battle Cat. Cat. battle it's, cat it's
1: he-man's little little cat boy yes yeah his so, green cat uh, man
0: so that's very exciting revelation will debut again on Netflix on July 23rd so be looking for that yeah. uh, this summer guys that's something that oh I'm wow it has actually
1: about. the oh no this is he-man and the masters of the universe i'm looking up he-man revelation yes he-man revelation i want to look at the character i want to look at the people who are uh, attached to this chris wood uh, What's his name? Uh, Diedrich? uh man. Diedrich? Diedrich Bader. Uh, Kevin Connery. Oh, man. Oh, no. Kevin Conroy. Jeez, I'm saying these names bad. Leon Cunningham. Uh, Susan Eisenberg. These are, like, people that I actually know. Leon Heady, uh Justin Long. Uh, if you... Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, whose voice is everywhere. Steven Root. These are people's voices that I know very well. Like and I know they're. Oh wait, who? Tony Todd, the guy who played Candyman, the Mm -hmm. original Candyman. Yeah. He's in this. Yeah. So it looks like they got a good, um, a good set of uh, cast right there, uh, for the voices. So I like that. Right. I like that, and I have faith in that. But we're gonna move on from the movies, the shows, the TV stuff to. Our streaming stuff to video games, uh, and we're gonna kind of kick it off with something that we've talked about in the past coming months, uh, which is about how the gaming industry is changing its way of how to uh, do management and how to respect, uh, uh, treat its employees and developers. And one of the studios, Tripwire Interactive, has now allows remote and hybrid working models for employees, so they're already taking a step forward um, with. Uh, vitalizing uh, 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 just making their employees feel like human beings um, the Which
0: you guys know that we're a super big advocate for yeah. that kind of uh, treatment in this line of work. Yeah,
1: the video game industry is a new, is still a new industry that it people really are, is. People it's are, really new. It is. You know,
0: I asked my mom the other day. Like, just side note, I I looked at her like while I was watching the Resident Evil playthrough, mm. and you caught caught the end of it uh-huh. with me. You know, uh,
1: I heard you talk about. Yeah, it.
0: but I but my I looked at my mom and I was like, did you ever think that? 30 years ago you know what I mean uh, if video games would look like this today and she was just like I would never have been able to predict this this yeah. is like an amazing like forward launch into technology mm-hmm. so. Yeah.
1: so since it's such a new industry that people are trying to get work the bugs out of Of, of course some developers are known for being great in, uh, are known for being great places to work while others are notorious for crunch and burnouts uh, Tripwire Interactive, the developer studio of Maneater and Killing Floor, has recently announced their new approach to how employees can work. Calling it the next-gen work model, employees will be given a lot of flexibility over where they work. Employees are now allowed to do 100% work in office, 100% work at home, or do a hybrid option to meet their needs as people and professionals. I think that is fucking amazing, and I want more Jobs Industries, to do this Industries exactly. to do this Because like, this is a Really good work that can.
0: You could choose Whether or not to Work at home Or in the office And you know me Like I'd work in The office like 20% of the time, yeah. and then I'd work at home like 80% and of the time, I, and that's I, just how I like and to work. And if you're able
1: to make this a really good, flexible model for your employees as well as work on their mental health and stuff like that, where you know they will be able to get their work done even if they're at home and stuff like that, and that I think it will make the space feel more open for, for the employees as well as make them feel more comfortable and uh, not as stressed out. Um, as well as just kind of like, uh, giving them more comfort in working in a space where they feel comfortable in the sense, um, instead of being stressed out and worrying about crunch time and stuff like that. Um, this is a great model that has a lot of potential as employees from outside of the Roswell, Georgia area can potentially work for the company. I think this is a great move for tripwire. Um, Talking about the decision, CEO John Gibson said, By allowing flexible hybrid on-site slash remote work plans, we're providing the best of both worlds with the collaborative and uh, relational benefits of in-office work and quality of life benefits uh, of remote work. With offering these flexible hybrid, full-time remote and full-time on-site work options we're serving the desires and needs of next-generation teams." The next-gen model is now in effect for existing employees and any new employees, and this is really a great move, and I hope more uh, uh, companies just pick up on this. Um, Really. Um, But, yeah. So, I think that's cool, Um, and I want more companies to do that, such as this next company. Um, Uh, Discord. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, Discord is evolving beyond gaming, but uh, it's still excited to be working with PlayStation, you know? Uh, as you guys know, here on our podcast, we actually record remotely using Discord. Yes. Like, so I'm constantly on Discord when I'm at when I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. you know constantly yeah. checking it, and I receive messages that way. That's how I communicate with you guys. If you guys want to add us on Discord, go to the description of this video. Click there and you'll find the link to our Discord and you yep. can come chat with us. Like doesn't matter who you are, it's pretty great. Yep. But uh anyway, Discord is evolving beyond gaming, but is still excited to be working with PlayStation. Uh uh, Discord is celebrating its 6th anniversary today to mark the occasion. The company invited the press to get a sneak preview of its upcoming feature, Stage, Di- Stage Discovery, a tool that on the surface appears to move to- Dis- Discord towards becoming a true social media service. Discord is no longer just a gamer chat app. Uh, the, according to the company, 78% of active users say they, uh, they use Discord for non-gaming activities. Yep. See? Just like us. I mean, I use it for gaming activities too, yeah, but uh, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, this could potentially <laughs> be why Discord reportedly ended negotiations to be acquired by Microsoft, uh, though, the company wouldn't discuss any rumors about those talks with IGN. Uh, they were saying, I can't really speak on it, blah, 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 but it's clear, like, from what we saw on Discord, uh, that it's just looking beyond games at this point, is I to make a play at other social media services like YouTube and TikTok, mm-hmm. whereas YouTube and TikTok, like, th- this could be, like, the next, like, streaming platform, yeah. like, the next Twitch, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, uh, D- Discord is literally turning into that because they have a whole streaming option with Nitro. Yep. And uh, which allows you to get better streaming option. But there are free streaming options, but it's only like 720p mm-hmm. and 30 uh, FPS. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, besides the point... Uh, this feature builds on, uh, the recently launched stage channels feature discord launched earlier this year. A typical discord experience might be a couple of friends in the same voice channel talking about their hobbies, but stage channels let members of a community host a panel or stage show or presentation in front of a virtual audience. Audience members can enter a stage channel and be able to listen to their hosts but not interrupt or partake in the conversations unless otherwise allowed to do so. If someone enters the stage channel and finds that they like the hosts or the discussion, they'll have the option to join that Discord community. And uh, if new communities are Discord primary offering to, uh, to users... In the same way that funny videos and co- are uh, content for YouTube and TikTok, then stage discovery is a way to connect users with more channels that hopefully they want to be a part of. And Discord has taken a page out of other social media apps, playbooks to do so.
1: It uses an algorithm yep, similar to whole, the others.
0: Yep, uses a whole algorithm like similar to the others. <laughs> hopefully like,
1: it just doesn't become corrupted in, in, in the future. Like Google. Like Google. Well, YouTube specifically in the sense. Yeah, like YouTube. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, I think this is a good idea. I think it's a good way. This is not just like a way for them to uh, build on. It is a way for them to build on to what they have now. Right, right. But it's right. a way for them to uh, make people more connected, not just in a way, but have people who have similar interests to find each other and talk about those interests online.
0: Dude, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, in this, and like. If you put Discord on PlayStation, that would introduce cl- pro- cross-platform chat yep. outside of in-game. It would, you know what I mean? Like it, it would mean that you could talk to your friend who's on the PC playing, mm-hmm. like while you're playing on the PlayStation, but you're playing the same game. You know what I mean, like, or you could be playing different games in different the exact games, same way that like PlayStation has uh, party chats. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm actually really excited to see this, and I've been requesting this for like a long time. I am I'm not somebody who like goes to like those little feedback sections that they offer, like in the corners and on the bottom mm-hmm. that pop up saying, "Give us feedback, give us feedback." But Discord's actually one of those ones that I gave feedback for, and I was like, "You guys should put it on PlayStation." Would you
1: say PlayStation's now like party chat and stuff? is decent or good and
0: oh no it's phenomenal yeah yeah i right. love it like so this everything auto connects more... i love the new controllers and how they have mics in them so you don't actually need a mic to play the games mm-hmm. obviously it helps for sound quality you mm-hmm. know what i mean because this tiny little mic that's in there isn't going to cover your whole because uh, you can you can put the game through the the mic in the hand and the in the uh the con
1: controller. I get it, I get it. I almost said yeah. the console. No, I get it. The
0: controller, but you can, like, put all of it and the voice chat through there, but, like, it's really difficult to uh, do yeah. that with, but not like anybody's really playing games without speakers these mm-hmm. days, you know what I mean? Pretty I much. mean, I've done that back in the past, you yeah. know. I, I
1: had, yeah, I've done that back in the past, but, uh, this is now, so. Right. Yeah, but I think we're still in the realm of Sony, PlayStation-esque stuff, um, as, like, Sony has decided to file a patent, and it's a pretty decently sized patent. Right. Um, yeah, it's about Bitcoin and how it can be used to buy, except uh, Bitcoin for video games or in-game items. So, what? Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, because Bitcoin, uh, not Bitcoin, but just cryptocurrency in general has been going up and up and up in the past few months or so. So, because of that, I think Sony is kind of taking a page out of what some stock markets and stuff are doing. I wrong. mean,
0: like, I, <laughs> all these companies are doing this now, you know? Yeah. Like, all these big ones, like, uh, Tesla, as, like, a big example, mm-hmm. uh, 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 he started accepting Bitcoin for freaking Teslas. Yeah. And I was like, that's insane, you know that's what I mean? Really cool. But, like... Yeah, yeah, like it's starting and Dogecoin as well, like are starting Dogecoin to blend blend over into real life, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like these fake, the, not, I don't want to say fake because they exist, it's you know It's new what I mean? currency
1: that's digitalized.
0: Right, right, like exactly yeah, and, and
1: it's not and, and, it's, and the thing is with this new currency is that it's much harder to trace as well as, and that's a, a good thing and it's right. a bad thing but it's, it's way hard for more, for like the government just to like even keep track of it and control it in some form or way Uh, but like even so this it just gives more I think freedom to like just to what like the you can individual do. person, right? Yeah.
0: And what you can do like in these scenarios. Yeah, you, know? so you can make yourself rich these days yeah. like uh buying a thousand shares of something and then watching it go up fucking yeah. a million percent so, or something. Sony's some shit. jumping
1: on the bad wagon of allowing their services that, to be used for Bitcoin and basically in game they're gonna basically allow games to be bought with Bitcoin and in game like items bought with Bitcoin, which is cool for people who won't like using bitcoin which is now becoming a more like, more and
0: more common way that people uh use yeah money yeah, just in general a currency that people use yeah in general and yeah. and it crosses borders you know like somebody and uh like there there's no digital there's no scale like mm-hmm. it's all over the place like one pound and you and like one euro and one dollar don't all have the same equivalency, no, you know what I mean? But there's the same equivalency when it comes to crypto. yeah, and it doesn't matter what country you're in.
1: Yeah, and it will it, it fluctuates, it will, but like it, if it, it'll stay relevant. And I think uh, Unicoin. Uni, Unicoin.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to uh, name my new cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, and it's and it's going to unite all the uh, uh, countries. Oh, Unicoin. Unit okay, coin. okay, okay. I yeah.
1: thought you said unit Coin.
0: No, Unit. Okay, coin. Unicoin. Yeah. yeah, like it's going to unite all of the uh, national mm-hmm. currencies into one giant currency.
1: Oh, shit. At the start of a year? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Cryptocurrency has appeared in the news a lot since Tesla CEO announced the company SpaceX would would send a Dogecoin-funded rocket to space next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the start of the year, a programming that had you don't remember
0: to, the Doge rocket memes.
1: I, I, I think I saw one, but I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was real or not. Um, and managed to lock himself out. Um, uh wait, hold on. A programmer had managed to lock himself out of 240 million dollars worth of Bitcoin by forgetting his password. <laughs> that sucks. That really sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. But you know what?
0: I'd cash that in for dollars so fucking fast.
1: Oh yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. Bit- Bitcoin cryptocurrency for at going least up
0: half. You know what I mean, like.
1: Cryptocurrency is going up and up and up. And since we're talking still about cryptocurrency, Nvidia is joining in on bad wagon, uh, in a different way though, as they are going to be throttling their new RTX three seven uh, and thirty eighty cards for Ethereum cryptocurrency mining. Okay, Basically, so I've been looking into it. Do you want to talk like, about this more? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Like uh like Nvidia like is the 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 cards that I'm looking at, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about getting a 3090 uh just here in like 6 months or something like that. And, obviously, it's been so hard for everybody to get control, like, of anything because of the uh, cryptocurrency mining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. E- everybody's been looking for video cards. You can't find any video cards. And when you find a video card, it's not at fucking retail price. It's very expensive. You're paying expensive. three times the fucking retail price right yeah. now. And it's insane. Like, But, anyway, uh, NVIDIA has announced that its new RTX 3080, uh, RTX 3070, and RTX 3060 Ti cards will feature limits uh, designed to cur- the cards cryptocurrency mining potential so they're just throttling the fuck out of these and they're all like you know what these are for gaming fuck you guys you like, you
1: have a max amount of stuff you can do with with mining this and that's it that's right. essentially what they basically you're not do. just gonna burn have through our cap. shit
0: and then throw it out you, you know you have a mean? cap they're,
1: yeah yeah essentially and then once you're done with that cap you can't do it anymore
0: right exactly yeah so
1: basically they're making this hardware more focused on like just yeah they focus they, on their gaming aspect rather than having it be used for something entirely different
0: Yeah, they already include a limiter on its RTX 3060 card back in February... Uh, the company then accidentally released a driver that bypassed the measures and booted the card's hash rates. Uh, <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, these LHR measures are part of a broader effort by NVIDIA to de incentivize crypto miners from snatching up their cards strictly for that purpose, which is the large driver of the oncoming or excuse, oncoming ongoing GPU shortages. It sucks, and it's in it's all because of cryptocurrency.
1: Because such and such in the up and up now, and people are it's more relevant, and people are taking notice of it they're just buying this stuff just to get into that trend. And it, it's not because they, and I not get it. Some of them want to, but some people just want to because it's a trend that's happening. Right. Which sucks. I hate when people do that. And it's just, it's sapping the industry for people. Well,
0: you know what? It's the same thing with masks, uh-huh. toilet paper, uh-huh. everything that ran out be- during COVID. Gas. You know what I mean? When ga- ga- gas uh, was gas, Gas right now. Yeah. yeah. Like we, didn't just, even
1: t- we haven't even talked about Yeah, we that. haven't even talked about real world yeah. stuff.
0: Like ga- the fact, that gas is becoming hard to find because of a company people are
1: getting limited well a company had a shortage and got their entire system hacked and they weren't able to like send out gas anywhere to all the companies so they were just like okay you'll have to use the gas that you have now until we're able to fix this issue right so because of that the gas prices went up so people would stop buying as much but instead you have people buying shit tons of gas like gallons upon gallons. Well yeah, all no at no. Once. You see
0: like the gi- the giant water containers uh-huh. and they're filling it with fucking gasoline.
1: Yeah. And I'm crazy. like, Jesus. Jesus, you know
0: gasoline eventually goes bad. It'll right?
1: it'll go bad and plus the the, the, t- the price will go back down once everything is get fixed in a week or so. Right. And you don't have to worry about it. But, exactly. Yeah, so.
0: But uh speaking <clears throat> of people spending more money on stuff, DLSS, we've been talking about it guys. It's like the future of uh fucking gaming quality, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, NVIDIA has announced the first VR games to support its DLSS technology among which is No Man's Sky. Cool. So uh, that's pretty cool. You know, No Man's Sky wasn't a great starter game, no, but you it, know, a couple lied. years down, a couple years down the line, it um, was able to fix everything. Was able and to implement fix everything. stuff that and it
1: really promised at the beginning. And you know what? I exactly. think it came a long way.
0: It turned itself around in the yeah. same way that Destiny Two is. Destiny doing.
1: Two, Fallout seventy six is starting to get there, and yeah. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is kind of working its way there. But you know what? Like
0: it, it's, ta- it's gonna take it's a gonna while. take a
1: bit. But you yeah. know what? At least it, it's good to see that at least when companies fuck up, they're like, "Oh shit, we fucked up. We need to fix this," and at least they turn around and start fixing stuff. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. So, uh,
0: wrench and into the radius are the other ones that are going to support uh, the DLSS mm-hmm. as a uh, optional feature. Um, they mark the first VR titles to support it, which can improve the games greatly, even on the more performance restrictive medium.
1: Yeah, we talked so, about this months ago. DL yeah. DL DLSS, which is deep learning it, super sampling. Basically, yeah, it, it makes upscale pi- it upscales your your uh, it makes pictures image. way more clear for yeah. you to see. So instead of it being grainy or something like that, like so
0: instead of a 1080, <clears throat> you'd get like a 4K.
1: My Xbox, 1080 one, yeah. is technically My 4K, Xbox one has those issues with some of the newer games where they're very grainy, but uh-huh. that's because this, the system isn't there right. to be able to sample that. So once, they get, once I upgrade or something, it'll have that super sampling, so it's able to uh, collect that information at that point. Exactly. And it'll, it'll look so much better. And yeah. that's what a lot of games are trying to go for, is this super sampling, which just makes the resolution higher, clearer, and just better graphics overall. Um, and a yeah. better performance too. Yeah, yeah. The, for yeah, the, the
0: performance thing. when running it on ultra graphics setting while well, it maintained a 90 FPS. <laughs> Uh, th- and that's important to keep the- in mind the performance improvements uh, yeah. that can vary by specs and driver version, of course. Yeah, and- um, alongside a boost in performance for the VR mode, No Man's Sky without virtual reality will also get DLSS for desktop. All right. uh, performance in desktop mode will reportedly improve by up to 70% when running the game at full 4K resolution. So that's gonna, it's going to look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inclusion of virtual reality games is no surprise for NVIDIA as the tech giant rapidly expands the library of games with DLSS support. Uh, That's been made easier thanks to major game engines, including Unity, adding easy plugins for the image upscaling technology. Uh, However, NVIDIA may have some competition soon from AMD, and I'm sure they will, Mm -hmm. as it gears up to release its Fidelity FX Super Resolution, which is slated to release sometime this year. I think
1: we talked about that a little bit as well. A little bit,
0: but not as much as we've talked about uh, NVIDIA's Basically,
1: they're pretty much the same thing in the sense where they're trying to super sample and create higher resolution for people to use as well. As right. So well,
0: making it more power more
1: efficient, efe- more power efficient and effective for it without causing it to like overheat and turn the PS4 into a jet engine. Yeah, like mine started <laughs> doing.
0: Like, but it's just because I need to open her uh-huh. up and uh, clean it up, blow her out. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
1: I think we're gonna move a little bit into just game releases. We only have a few, right? Uh, but Take Two has kind of come out and say, "Okay, you know what? We're gonna do this." Uh, this time in 2023 and 2024, we're going to release 62 games for you guys to play.
0: 62 motherfucking 62 games.
1: fucking games. If you don't know, Take-Two is held spring quarterly earnings call on Tuesday, bringing another fiscal year to a close, with the casual 5 million more copies of GTA five sold, of course. Uh, Take Two reiterated that it has new versions of GTA 5 coming to the next gen consoles. Why not? Although naturally it didn't say a peep about when we should expect GTA six. Yeah, of course. Uh, but the company did lay out surprisingly a detailed chart of what kinds of games it has coming out in the next three three years. Take two broke down its 2022, 2023, and 2024 fiscal year release calendars into five categories, including immersive core and mid-core games, mobile and independent games published by Private Division, and re-releases of existing games, although it's planning to put out 62 games by March 2024 when the 2024 fiscal year comes out to an end. Only a few of those games have been announced, but Take-Two has helpfully uh, listed out some more details, including how many... F two P games and sports simulations, sports oriented games. It has Take Two owns a lot of a lot of subsidiaries, a lot of subsidiaries. I know. I was just
0: looking at the list. Yeah. So like like,
1: these, this this is basically has kind of like
0: Ali Ali World.
1: They're they're guessing. They're basically taking guesses of what 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 it has and what they've heard. So for twenty twenty two. Uh, of the fiscal year dates of April 2021 to March 31st, 2022, in the immersive core category, you got Ken Levine's Mysterious Nene- Nemesis System game, a new strategy franchise from Firaxis, and WWE uh, 2022, NBA 2022, Independent. You got Ali Ali World. New iterations of previous release titles Grand Theft Auto 5 for the new consoles, Red Guard Redemption 2 for the new consoles, and Grand Theft Auto 3 for uh, 20th, 20th and anniversary, anniversary Edition. You know, yeah, great. Borderlands 2 for the new consoles, Mafia Definitive Edition That's for the mafia. new consoles, and PGA Tour 21 Redux. Wow, (laughs) it sounds like a cyberpunk version of the game. Uh, For the fiscal year of 2023 to 2024. Now, this is where things are going to get a little guessy. This
0: this is reachy.
1: This is guessing. So for the immersive core, the main games that are going to be coming out, they expect Grand Theft Auto 6, it's a possible. Borderlands the movie, the game, I guess. Uh, Bioshock 4, yes, that, that has been announced. XCOM 3, Civilization 5 um duke nukem gets can why <laughs> gets canceled brother in arms now a modern day f uh, first person shooter mafia ford now with robots <laughs> i love these uh, uh, kerbal space program 2 max P- pain pain max pain max pain he's still sad he's still sad <laughs> the darkness 3 uh, uh, damn. Hopefully something that surprises us because they're, they're sure a lot. Yeah. Of then your big
0: franchisers, yeah. WWE, PGA yeah, tour, yeah, NBA, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2k games, you yeah. know, all those.
1: Uh, and then we got the independence and outer worlds too, which would be cool. I, I I don't think they could make Outer Worlds because it's owned by Obsidian, who is owned by ZeniMax, who is owned by Microsoft now. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they might be the production studio behind it. Moon Studios Action RPG, Carmelo an online multiplayer card game from League of Geeks, Ali Ali Galaxy, a private division game that makes us say oh neat. Uh, <laughs> Midcore games, we two K, Battlegrounds two, NFL bobbleheads. 2K, what 2K. what are these? Sid
0: Meier's Pirates of Pens. Yeah, it, it, it's made up. And then like, this is this up. is
1: what the they they think are going to be re released titles. A Bully remake because they're not going to make the second one. Red 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 Dead Redemption a remake, uh, and Bioshock Infinite the ten year anniversary edition, which will be cool to see what they do with that if that helps come out. But that's like. Uh, that's stretching a bit, but like I'm pretty sure they got a few of those like on the nose, about a few of them. Right. Um but you know what, take 2, do what you want, you're going to be making money anyways. Or like
0: take 62. <laughs> <whatever. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they can make all the money they want because they got so much bit, so many properties that they can they own. So uh but speaking of a property they don't own, that's Hollow Knight, which is its own little indie property which has a um new it's kind coming out, not really a spin-off. It's more like a prequel sequel from what I figured out. Um prequel sequel. Well it kind of is because I know, it I know. takes it takes place before Like Ho- a Quiet
0: Place part two. Yeah, it takes <laughs> it
1: takes place before Hollow Knight uh the game, the original game. And this was supposed but to it's be also a sequel. It's also a sequel in gotcha. a sense. But um this is also like it's supposed it was supposed to be a DLC. Because they got backed on Patreon so much. But then I think it just grew into its entire, an entire new game for them to build. Right. Because they got so much money back from the from the original game. And the team was just four people working on a game. So having all this money, it's going to take... I talked with Jag about this. Yeah, they yeah. said they're not going to say anything at E3 this year. I did say that. Uh, and this is what the, the article is about. Don't expect any new Hollow Knight Silksong news at E3 this year. <clears throat> this comes from... Uh, the Team Cherry's Director of Marketing and PR, Matthew Lel, uh, Lel Griffin, um, recently announced at Hollow Knight uh, Discord that no new Hollow Knight silk song announcements or blog posts were planned for E3 this year. This is exactly what he says. Hey guys, I just wanted to pop in to let you know that Team Cherry does not have any announcements slash blog schedule for this year. This puts a lot of damper on people, and I know it's going to piss a lot of people off, but in my opinion... I really think this is this is why they're doing this. They're not going to announce. They don't want to make people upset. They don't want to give so much hype to a game without it coming and it just coming out being dog shit. Which, if you've seen, the best iteration of that in the past is just recently a CDPR. CDPR. And I, I, I even know that I, like in my opinion, I enjoyed the cyberpunk game. It still came out and it was bad in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, and I can see this is a new game for them. This is a new take for the small team being able to get all this money backed by them for a new game that is going to probably be four times larger than the original, as well as like so much more detail, so much more lore, and they have a bigger team to, to manage. So yeah, it's going to take more time for this game to come out. It's all, And since COVID has kind of affected the game industry as a whole, this is also going to affect them in some form or way. I honestly believe this game will come out end of year, probably early in next year, and All I right. know that's going to piss people off. But I, honestly, in my opinion, why get... would it? Put,
0: like I said I, I i stick to my I stick to my word when I say I would rather wait for a good I game. Know. This game was announced
1: like... in 2019. It was announced. It was announced in 2019 that it would come out, and they and people have been waiting because there has been no news since like early 2020. Right. And they have just kind of announced now that there's going to be no more news about it, and I, and that's just going to make more more people upset because the game has so much hype because the the original game sit did so fucking well. I'm just like, but in my opinion, I know just, I kind of want to buy it. Just wait. That's what I want just people to Please, just wait. Give them the time. Don't give them death threats. Oh, I thought you are telling me to wait. No, to no, 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 <laughs> no. No. I was like, wait. No, wait. no, no, no. Buy it, buy it if you want, but because you can buy the whole pack for like $20 and it's all free. Right. D- and it
0: comes with the soundtrack. I remember because we were looking at it comes with all on Steam. the
1: DLCs, which are all free and they're all fantastic. And it has so much. Like, I've been, I played that game so long, so many times. I haven't even finished it because I'm on like the last DLC, which pids you through all the bosses of the game, but they're extra hard. Right. So, Yeah. Um, and that's just a challenge on itself. But like even so, they uh, this is like this is a game that t- that takes a lot of development, and and for a game like this, since essentially such a new strategy, like they're building an entirely new system from the ground up. Since it's a new combat system, new gear system for, for the character, and it's gonna be right. like different combat, essentially like a different game, essentially from the original. Just have the same like universe behind it like it, it's basically just a spin-off. Um, but you know what? I think it's going to be great when it comes out. I'm going to play it because it's going to be only on probably it's going to be on PC and Nintendo Switch only until like maybe a year or so after when it comes to Xbox and P- and PlayStation. Um, but I'll probably have a Nintendo Switch by then. Me and Katie were talking about getting one, but we'll see. Um yeah, I just say, people, just please be patient, honestly. Don't send them death threats. Literally, please don't send them death threats. Because you know what? You're just going to make it worse. Uh, I, I hate when people try to push the developers to, or just the team in general just to send out a product, even though that, like, it's not entirely finished. Like, it's not, it might not even be finished. They still just want it to be released. Right. Let them finish it. It's better to have the good quality than just the quantity or what, whatever you want to say. Uh, wait, while uh, <clears throat> sorry about that EA I'm kind of like touching on you guys right then and there because you put out the same game over and over and over again
0: uh, 2K 2K FIFA, 2K FIFA 2K FIFA any fucking game any? mostly FIFA but like 2K mm-hmm. 2K yeah. anything that starts with fucking 2K
1: yeah um, but a game that is coming out that's gonna be uh, this is another this is a game that's actually coming out uh, that has a release state which is gonna be really cool um this is the Dungeons and Dragon Dark Alliance game, and it's going to be released on Xbox Game Pass on day one for free, on Xbox Game Pass of course because game. Sounds fun. Yeah, earlier this month we got a new look at the Dungeon Dragon Dark Alliance, courtesy of Torque Games' creative art director Stefan Leblanc. He shared how heavy metal inspired the game, including sharing new concept concept art to show the new direction. you can see all of that and more right here but there's more today microsoft has confirmed that the new dark alliance game will be on day one addition to game pass giving members a chance to play it for free well i have game pass and i will play it for free um, pla- I don't have Game Pass. I know because I have a PlayStation. <laughs> uh, 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 the compromise is, is that you get to play the PlayStation games. I get to play the Xbox games. True that. Yep. Yeah, player- at least
0: we got both sides of the coverage. Uh huh.
1: Players will be able to uh, be the adventure they were always meant to be when Dark Alliance arrives on June twenty second. It with its arrival as the day one launch on the Xbox Game Pass, that means that players are are. Members of this particular subscription service can jump into the new journey with no additional cost. There's a lot to be excited for with this third-person action brawler. This is especially true for those that are looking for a new fantasy game to dive in with friends. With up to four-player co-op, what do you have to lose when you can play for free? Um, the option has become more viable. I want to look more. It doesn't really talk about like what the game itself is. It doesn't is. really
0: talk about the game itself. I'm it? going to
1: look that up because I uh kind of want to know more before i think it's like an rpg game a sense that you do uh upcoming third person action role playing game developed and published by turk um games um i am looking at the uh gameplay not the gameplay the um the pictures and stuff and it looks really cool it looks exactly what i expected it to be um so yeah i'll look more into it when when um it gets there um, when it comes out on June 22nd, probably that's a month from now at least. So right. I'll play it by then. Um, yeah, that'll be cool to see. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for games. We have one more thing in the sense. Well, two more things, mm. but one more <laughs> article in a sense. I found this one to be funny. It's not
0: really an article. It's more like, it's, just go fucking watch this video on yeah, YouTube. It's really
1: good. It's it's basically Harry a Harry Potter fan has replaced all the wands with guns. <laughs> it's a video from 2020,
0: but uh, it's really freaking funny. I
1: found, I just found it, and this article kind of talks about it. it's. Uh, it's got a silly fan video where they basically made this uh, trailer for Harry Potter the series, but except they replace all the wep- all the wands in the trailer with guns, and it's called Harry Potter and the Deathly. What is it? Deathly weapons. That's what it's called. Harry Potter and the Deathly Weapons. And it has Harry basically just kind of firing <laughs> weapons at different things. it has Harry Hermione Potter
0: sh- and the Chamber is loaded.
1: It, it has Harry. It has Hermione <laughs> shoot Neville in the head.
0: <laughs> it was fucking intense.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry about this Neville. And she pops one right through his skull. It has um, what else goes on? Oh, Harry is uh, riding on the train and waving goodbye to Hagrid except he has a gun in his hand and he starts firing it off in the sky. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else happens. Quirrell runs in when he's gonna yell uh, an ogre or uh, in the bathroom or something, and he pulls out a gun and fire. It kills himself with it right then and there. You got Harry
0: on the train at the end, <laughs> the... shooting into the sky. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, he's an American. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that's what a lot of people. I say. know that's the first You're thing an that American, I Harry. said. I was like, oh god, he's American. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh it's good just keep, go go watch and see it. it's funny, it's really funny,
0: yeah, and um, uh something else that's funny is our last thing of the day It's so, not Shrek related it's not Shrek related, but it's something weird that caught our eye and we watched it and it is forty something minutes long and it's called star trek acid Party uh it, you can find the link in our discord uh description there, mm-hmm. but uh, you could also uh you know look it up.
1: It is it is basically a Star Trek episode someone spliced together and made it look a like a Star Trek episode. They they took
0: they took like <laughs> fucking 30 Star Trek episodes and clipped it all together. Like this is some dedication. Uh-huh. Like and it looks really good too. They
1: basically made it so that like it was Picard trippy. Picard and his whole team took, took acid. acid and started exploring space and yeah, stuff like and, that. Yeah. And
0: and then all these weird things started happening because they took the acid and it, it was just really well put together and super funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we only saw the first 6 minutes of it, but we're going to watch more at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. But uh I think yeah, that's pretty much it. We've covered everything for this week. Well, We've everything We've covered everything for Everything this that week. we we wanted to for this week. So if you want to find anything else that we haven't covered, you can just do that on your own.
0: Yeah. Uh, so oh oh, and uh, so this Saturday we. Uh, oh yes. Yeah yeah, w- the episode that we're putting up is for Spiral. Yes. So uh, the from the book of Saw, Chris Rock's attempt at uh, a Saw movie, a- and we covered it, and we got like a short little, uh, short and sweet podcast mm-hmm. for you guys on Saturday, per usual. You it'll know,
1: be, it'll be fun to hear. Very um, much so. And then we'll be back, of course, with next week yes all right guys
0: until next time um
1: edward cullen stay frosty (laughs) thanks for listening to the spitting nonsense podcast if you enjoyed anything we talked about and want to support or talk to us we have included all the links you need at the spitting nonsense podcast on discord the link is posted in the description thanks again for listening